Welcome to the Karate Shrimp Podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina Bleem. Join me in exploring all the ways we can perform better in life and martial arts. Changing your story can change your life. When you change the narrative in your head, you expand the limits of what you thought was possible for yourself. I grew up thinking that I was clumsy and uncoordinated. I heard this about myself constantly. But the thing is, I didn't need to hear it. The evidence was right there. I kept dropping things, breaking things all the time for years. I also grew up thinking that I was terrible at sports. I heard this constantly, but I also saw the evidence. I was terrible at sports. I sucked at PE. I got low marks in gym class. I got picked last for every team. I was anything but athletic. So I avoided sports. I avoided breakables as much as possible. But then something happened that changed my life forever. I found out that my story was actually a lie. I had internalized a story that I had been told so many times that I thought it was a fact. But it was a lie and discovering it changed my life forever. So I was about 39 turning 40. We were at my mom's house. This is back when she was still alive. And we had a family gathering, okay? And my youngest was about three, I think. And she was drawing and writing on a piece of paper. And my mother-in-law at the time was watching her and suddenly said, oh, hey, your kid, she's left-handed. I said, yeah, you know, we know, we're aware. She said, oh, well, that's kind of weird because no one's left-handed in either family. And I said, yeah, well, you know, it's just one of those things, right? And then all of a sudden, my mom, my mom, my sweet mother piped up and said, oh, Sabrina, don't you remember? You used to be left-handed. I actually, in that moment, I thought she was talking about someone else. I thought there must be some other Sabrina. I looked around. I actually looked around her condo. I'm like, who, who, who are you? What? Oh, me? <laughs> you talking about me? You talking to me? What are you talking about? She's like, oh yeah, you know, you, you used, used to use your left hand all the time for stuff. Like, why? I used to write with your left hand. I'm like, what the F? I, okay, apart from the sense of betrayal, like I was totally shocked. I was totally shocked. I'm like, what are you talking about? Why am I right-handed now? You know, what happened? And she said, oh, your, your teachers must have switched you. Like she couldn't remember. And I, I honestly think, you know, my parents, it was probably a situation where it was the teachers and this was common back then where lefties were considered... Um, you know, a mistake, right? We were doing the wrong thing and, and teachers would often switch kids over. And it's possible that my parents had no idea. It's possible. I did feel some betrayal though. I did feel kind of pissed off. Like why didn't my parents advocate for me? But all of a sudden everything made so much sense. You know, all this time I've been told, I was told so many times, like Sabrina, you're clumsy. Cause I would constantly drop things and break things. I did suck at sports. I really did. And of course, a lot of the sports that we learn in school are handed sports, you know, where you have a dominant hand, you know, tennis, hockey, all that kind of stuff. And I struggled with all of that stuff. And so I got used to being bad at stuff. I got used to feeling clumsy and uncoordinated. And I heard this all the time, Sabrina, you're clumsy. Sabrina, yeah, yeah. just the implication that I was bad at sports because I sucked at PE, I didn't get good grades because no one wanted me on their team. And I was also small too, right? Being small, you know, way back when was not considered an advantage. I think people maybe think differently now about that stuff. But back then, you know, I, I had all of these disadvantages, right? And I internalized it and I took this on as, you know, I'm, I'm bad at stuff. I'm bad at stuff, I'm awkward, I'm clumsy, I will never be athletic ever in my life. And so the consequence of this is I avoided things and situations and scenarios that would challenge that. So I avoided sports. I, 
you know, I didn't participate in after school sports or team sports. I hated team sports. And a lot of it was that feeling of, of inadequacy, right? Feeling like I'm, I'm a fuck up and no one wants me on their team because I'm bad at it. I mean, of course, like I wouldn't want someone on my team if they were bad at it. I mean, well, maybe. I mean, now I, I think differently about that stuff. But at the time as a kid, I probably feel the same way, you know, and I'd be dropping things. And I'd probably drop the ball or like literally or and figuratively. And so, I mean, I, but so I internalize this that, you know, I'm not good at this stuff. I never will be. And I grew up in uh, doing, you know, we were an active family, but we did more solitary type stuff like skiing and hiking where you don't have to um, have a dominant hand to be good at it, right? Or dominance, hand dominance doesn't factor into it. And so I always felt fine as a kid until I started school. And it's once I started school and got switched with the handedness and started participating in team sports and, and realizing I sucked at this, that's when I felt like, okay, no, I, I suck. I suck at this. And I internalized that. So this became my narrative that shaped my whole life. And karate was the first time ever that I tried sports as an adult. It's the first time. And, you know, whether you, you practice sport or traditional karate, I mean, I don't want to have that argument or debate now about the merits of either. But I, I competed in karate. So, yes, it's a sport. It's a sport for me. And it's an art as well, but that was my first time that I even considered it. And I, that happened, I started karate probably a couple of years after discovering that I was left-handed. If I hadn't discovered that about myself, that that was the reason why I struggled with coordination, like, and just to pause here, I started paying attention to how I actually do things. And I realized I use my left hand a lot. I write with my right hand, any kind of sports stuff, you know, hockey type stuff where you're using a dominant hand, I always, I use my right hand because that's what I'm used to, but I'm not good at it. And when I switch to my left hand, trying ping pong or anything like that, I'm, even without being, um, even without the training and the practice, even with having a weaker left arm now, my accuracy is already so much better than my right hand, okay? So, but a lot of things I do with my left hand. So I'll open doors with my left hand. I open jars with my left hand. I wear my, my purse across my shoulder. And I, I didn't even realize I do this. I take it off with my right hand and I pass it to my left before I hang it up. So I'm always using my left hand. It's always wanting that part of me, you know, who I am is I'm left-handed. It's trying to come out, right? But I'm, I'm, you know, I was trained to use my right hand. But yeah, my left hand is more accurate, 100%. So if I had known that way back when, I mean, it could have changed everything, but I know it now. And now that I realize that it opened everything up to me, it opened up all these other possibilities where I never would have considered trying karate. If I still was stuck in this narrative of I'm bad at sports, I'm unathletic, I'm uncoordinated, I'm clumsy. It shifted my perspective completely about what was, what I realized is possible for me, you know, and that's not to say that I would be good at any sport. I, I, I really doubt that. That's not to say that if I use my left hand, I would become, you know, some great hockey player. Like, I, I don't believe that. But it was this limitation that I put on myself, that I internalized, that I heard from other people. I saw evidence of that, no, I will never be good at anything, you know, in a sports-related context. I will never be good at any of that. So I avoided it. I avoided team sports. And I always thought, ah, team sports suck, you know. And I never realized how awesome it is to be part of a team because I avoided all that because of all my negative experiences when I was younger, right? And feeling, you know, like I was bad at it and inadequate and all that. 
So I started karate after having that liberating experience of realizing, no, this was a story that I had heard and I believed was true. I was raised to be someone I'm not. I was raised to be a right-handed person and I'm not. I'm not. You know, and and when I was able to shake that off and go, okay, now, like, I still, you know, I'm not practiced at that stuff. Like, I'm not, my left arm isn't strong enough to switch over completely. But just knowing that, just knowing that, that, no, I'm, I'm not necessarily a clumsy person. Maybe I still am, but I'm not necessarily bad at sports. Doesn't mean I'm going to be good at any sport. But it opened up the limits for me, right, of what I'm willing to try. So then I tried karate going into it, realizing, okay, I might not be bad at sports. Maybe I am though, but now I'm willing to try something because I don't have that limitation on myself. I don't believe that story anymore that I was told over and over and over again. And that I took on as fact, I don't believe it. Now I know that it was wrong. It was based on a lie. It was based on being forced to be someone that I'm not. You know, and it, it's it's unfortunate that I had to have that experience, you know, to find out that I was left-handed. And, and people go through this without having had that, right? Like where, you know, they weren't converted to use the wrong hand, but they're told all these things about themselves that isn't accurate. You know, they're told you're shy or you're bad at stuff or whatever it is. And they internalize that and say, well, that story is real. That story is true. And the consequence of that is when we believe that story, we engage in behaviors and we participate in in situations and scenarios that support that story. And we avoid things that challenge that story, right? So I stayed away from sports. I stopped picking up breakable objects (laughs) too much, right? There's a period of time when I was a kid, my mom refused to let me use glass drinking cups. I wasn't allowed to use glass. There was a collection of plastic that was dedicated just for me. It was the Sabrina shelf. There's your cups. They're close to the floor. So you can't possibly break them if they fall. Seriously. It was, it was, it was, yeah, that was a thing. I was the clumsy kid. Um, yeah, I'm still clumsy by the way, but I have to, you know, when I switch to left hand, it's, it's, I'm so much more coordinated, but I have to remind myself to do that. Right. I, and train my, retrain my brain. But so then I started karate and realizing, okay, the story isn't true. I can try something that challenges that story. And I actually discovered that I have some natural ability in martial arts. I'm actually good at this stuff. And I think a big part of it is it's not handed, you know, it doesn't matter. And it's funny because I've met a lot of lefties in martial arts. And maybe that's why it's because, you know, it's, you don't have to be one or the other. It doesn't make a difference what your dominant hand is. You have to learn those techniques on both sides of the body anyway, and it helps balance you out, right? And helps you feel stronger. And it helps challenge that narrative that, okay, you, you know, you're awkward because you feel awkward because you're a lefty in a right-handed world or whatever it is, you know, whatever it is you're taught that, you know, you're not good enough because you're this. And then you believe that because that's what you hear, right? We internalize those stories that we hear from parents, from friends, from teachers, from whatever. And often it's well-intentioned and often it's not, right? But we internalize all that. So yeah, I never would have tried karate. I, would, I never would have considered trying martial arts if I hadn't had that awakening, that realization, right? And suddenly realizing that these stories that we believe so strongly to be true, it's, they might be based on lies. 
They might be based on, you know, other people's opinions, right? Other people's biases. And so even though, yeah, I had that luxury of, you know, having that, getting that information from my mom that actually, you know, I am left-handed and, oh, okay, now everything makes sense. I can use that knowledge to help me challenge other stories that are in my head. Other stories that, you know, oh, I'm lazy or I'm a failure, I'm a fuck up, you know, I can't handle things, whatever it is, that story comes from somewhere. And chances are it didn't come from us. It came from outside of us. You know, when we're kids, we're not, we're, we're really, we're, kids are pretty positive. You know, we're born into this world feeling excited and curious and wanting to try things. And then we hear these stories from other people and we take that on as who we are. Like I also grew up hearing, you're shy, you're shy, Sabrina's shy. She's, oh, Sabrina's shy, oh, Sabrina's shy. And it turns out I'm actually not, I'm, I'm quiet. You know, I can be very quiet. I'm an introvert. I get my energy from being by myself or being in small groups of people. I, I get overwhelmed when I'm in huge crowds for too long, but I do sometimes, I really like that energy too, of being around a lot of people. It depends, but you know, so I'm social, but I am an introvert. I am quiet too. I'm not shy though. I mean, look at me, right? I'm not shy. But I heard that so often that I thought it was true, right? So I never even considered starting a YouTube channel, doing anything that involved public speaking. I avoided all of that stuff. And then my anxiety around those activities got bigger and bigger and bigger. I believed the narrative that I'm shy. I avoided the things that would, you know, challenge that narrative. But then once I had to do those things, like in university, doing more speeches and that kind of thing in, in university classes, I realized actually, no, like I get nervous, but I'm not shy and I'm actually good at speaking, you know? And I started to shift that idea that, okay, maybe I'm not shy. Maybe I was just told that I'm shy so often that I believed it. Maybe I was misunderstood. People saw my quietness, my discomfort around certain people, my tendency to observe more than talk. They saw that as shyness. And really it, it wasn't, you know, but they, they misjudged me and mislabeled me. They labeled me. Those labels are harmful, right? What would be awesome is if we didn't have any labels at all, you know, just, well, why do we have to label someone as shy or bad at sports or clumsy or whatever? You know, it's, it's, it sucks, but when you challenge that story, you know, it, it changes everything. It changes everything that you think is possible for yourself and it changes what you're willing to try and do. And even if you, you know, aren't successful in completely changing the story, just being aware that it is a story. It is a story in our head that we picked up from somewhere. And it can be hard after a lifetime of hearing that story and believing that story, internalizing that story. It can be very hard to change it, sometimes it can be. But I really do think even the awareness that it is a story is such an important starting point in helping us expand the limits of what is possible for ourselves. Everything that I'm doing now in my life, you know, with martial arts and YouTube, all my online stuff, I would never have done any of it if I didn't challenge those stories that are in my head. Change that story and you will absolutely change your life for the better. Thank you for tuning in to the Karate Shrimp podcast. You can also find me on YouTube at The Karate Shrimp, as well as on my blog, www.thekarateshrimp.com. There you can find more resources as well as online courses to help you perform better in life and martial arts. Feel free to share my content with anyone you know who could benefit from it. See you next time.